Hi, everybody. Tony, we're hello. live. <gasps> Pony. Uh, Pony. Oh, no. Also, uh, FYI, hello. before, sorry, if, if anybody is not recording, please start recording. Oh, you're recording. That's important. I'm recording. Six minutes and 56 seconds of gold. Yeah. Oh, also, oh. I have almost that amount. There is gold yeah. in these in there hills. Mm-hmm. These are streams. Yeah, but it's Listeners, God's face on it, so nobody wants it. Welcome to the live stream of Total Party Kill. We may get some new listeners tonight as we post this on YouTube. This is your friends, well, some of your friends, and some of your enemies at the Incomparable. We are playing Dungeons and Dragons for your amusement. You are listening uh, or perhaps watching to the live unfiltered stream uh, of us playing a session, which will later get edited and polished and cut down into probably about 20 minutes total of, uh, <laughs> of the good stuff by our ever intrepid uh, editor, Eric Ensign. I, uh, that sounds like way too much work, cutting it down that much. <laughs> much you know what? Yeah, that. you're right. Just It's good enough. Minimally viable pro- podcast. It's, it's it. in the can. Uh, <laughs> it's a string yeah. of no context TPKs just linked together. That's the show. Ding, 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 done. Yeah. You know, Actually, it's the last 20 minutes work. where... <laughs> It's the last 20 minutes where I feel like we actually kind of like start firing on all cylinders. So we should just, we should, uh, we should, we shouldn't release the first hour um, or the second hour. It's really never any good. So yeah. Hello listeners. Hello live stream. Hello bootleg. Hello YouTube watchers. Hello. Hello. Whoever you are, however you're watching this in its unedited weirdo fashion. If you are enjoying this and are not already an uncomfortable member, we uh, encourage you to sign up to support this. Uh, There will be many total party kill, uh, things happening this week as we c- celebrate quarantines giveness. <laughs> you know, because it's definitely giving me some. You know what? It's it's not a good holiday, people, and the name is is appropriately uh, awkward. Uh, many of us are in self-imposed quarantine. I think possibly all of us, and Iso- so isolation. I put up isolation, 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 social to to distancing. Work. We're we're not, as far as we know, we're not we're not Sorry, so, he's been hold the phone, everything stopped, there's a puppy. We hour. have put out, I put out the call yesterday to like, hey, who wants to play some extra Total Party Kill? And like 10 nerds were like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> and so I had to divide them into two groups and there will be some bonus Total Party Kill content this week with some of your favorite and least favorite. I was going to say. <laughs> and also uh, an exciting assortment of people who are new uh, to Total Party Kill. And I think some of them, uh, maybe new to Dungeons and Dragons, at, at least Ooh. at least new to fifth edition, if not new to Dungeons and Dragons altogether, which is uh, like, that's fun, right? It's fun uh, seeing people figure this out. And I mean, so far, everyone who's played stuff with Total Party Kill has fallen in love with it. This could be the week where it's like, yeah, that was garbage. Never doing that again. And hopefully that may be that may be painful for me as a dungeon master, but hopefully it'll be enjoyable for you as a listener. That's what I'm saying. That's the important part. All right. Any other preambles before we start our episode that we are recording today? Oh, we're recording mm-hmm. an episode feel, today? Feel... <laughs> yeah. It's not Jackbox that's again? A, that's a change. You, we can do this, people. Wait, what Listeners, feel free to let people know. Like right now, go tweet or Facebook yeah. or whatever you do. Do, do yeah. some gorilla marketing wanna... for us. That's right. TikTok. Yeah. Market to gorillas. Make us the next critical role. Yeah, Bumble. Please. We could really we, we use could some just... <laughs> <laughs> Did you say TikTok? Yeah. That is a different Micah. site. Micah, yeah, register yes. that domain name and drive off oh a cliff of that order. 
Hover.com. <laughs> Let's see. How do I spell it? Do you think is it T H I K talk or should no, I spell T H I C C? Oh my God, you're right. Okay, I'm getting it. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh shoot. Why do I have to have two factor authentication right now? I gotta hurry. <laughs> it's not the time. You know what? I don't yeah, need something is... that's gonna stop me and make me rethink decisions. <laughs> yeah. Micah, <laughs> Micah. Innovators don't have two-factor authentication turned on. They move fast and break things. You have already are being slowed down from reaching your potential. Um, God, I, if I, anything, I, you I should have zero-factor authentication. I regret so. to inform you that thicctok.com is already taken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, this is like that episode where we made fun of Dan for not knowing about butts for 30 minutes. Um, .ca. Yeah, that one's on sale it. right now for nine ninety nine. Yeah, that is the most Canadian of websites. I, I at one point sent in an inquiry for horse dot deals, and they have been sending me emails. I want to say every day and a half since. <laughs> well, answer, answer the question, Jane. Are there deals? <laughs> uh, not for a cool thousand bucks. There ain't. That doesn't yeah. sound like a deal at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Look, vampire dust horse solutions. I horse dot deals. Let me teach you a lesson get, here. Uh, oh, tell us about horse dot deals. <laughs> if you want, you want Jane. Anything. Yeah, if you want Jane Rip money, you got to come correct. A thousand bucks? No, you're negotiating with yourself. That's how bad you are at this. I am choosing not to talk first. Your move. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, hi, I took a negotiation course. Uh, not <laughs> one. Okay. No, I did not. But I any other team business? Uh, uh, mm -mm. I think we're good. My nose itches and I can't touch my face. Hold on. <laughs> Dan, that's what like a ruler is for. Just use your foot. Wash your hands. Is that, that cleaner? I can't wash my hands right now. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> Dan, you're basically Daniel. dead. I drank it all. <laughs> that's not how that, Dan, it's hand not sanitizer. Kill it. Not, I, it eventually makes its way to my hands. No, Dan, <laughs> that's Dan, Dan oh, applied directly to your hand. Also, you should probably go like purge right now. Um, yeah, we did branded Verity podcast hand sanitizer for the convention we did in February, and we had leftovers, and I ended up with all the leftovers, and I've never been so pleased nice. in that's my so, life. That's very prescient, Erica. <laughs> I should go check my mystery hunt supplies box. Well, um, even under right. the best of circumstances, a convention is a good time to use hand sanitizer it's true. a lot. Mm -hmm. true. Let us begin. Recording. Wait, what are we doing? We're playing Dungeons and Dragons oh. for nerds amusement. Okay. People people need this, Aline. This Got is it. for the nerds. Got it. Not this like is the, for you nerds. The, the other episodes, those were for us. This one is for people on the internet. Like, I'm definitely not a nerd. So like... Yeah. Like, try try to do this one with a little bit of feelings, not like those last for 13 that we did. Those, Nerds hate those, feelings. Those are rubbish. We got them out of our system. This is going to be a good one. Now we're ready this to go. One's yeah. This one's for Barovia. Fine. I'm very concerned about anyone who's like a Barovian nationalist. I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. I guess oh, there's man, really a just. Right wing Barovian party? That's. I think there's uh... really just one guy, and you know what his name is. It starts with Count yeah. Strahd Vaughn. He's, oh. he's both the left wing and the right wing because he's a bat. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. In Barovia, I am all wings. <laughs> um, is that a preview of the Strahd voice? I do, there's no way the Strahd voice will live up to anything I can prepare. Or, <laughs> Strahd or, or, voice, Strahd voice. Uh, no. It, <laughs> all right. 
let us let us play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it is 10 minutes after the hour. We're going to play for about an hour-ish tonight to the extent that we remember when we started, when we ended, and what technical difficulties we have along the way. Recording. Thank you. Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the dog and pony adventures. Hello, nerds. It's me, Tony Sindelar, your sometimes friend, sometimes dungeon master, always me. I, I really didn't think out how I was going to end that before I started talking. We are continuing our Curse of Strahd adventures here in the dark and gloomy land of Barovia. Let me reintroduce your favorite dog and pony players because they're the only ones you know. Uh, first off, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hello, I am playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. Next up, it's Aline Sims. I always feel so good when you introduce us, Tony. Um, I play Imra Soliana, the, uh, what am I, wood elf ranger, her trusty dog, Androdite. And I try my best to keep our NPC, Arena Koliana, out of trouble. I like that you feel good. That feeling is, of course, fleeting because I then it spend is. the following hour trying to destroy you or use psychological warfare to break you into pieces to make it easier to destroy you. Uh, speaking of psychological warfare, next up, it's Dan Morin. Oh, okay, good. I've got my brand. I play Cast in Onotaro's Crucible, <laughs> a.k.a. Crucible, a warforged cleric of the forge. Also here, it's Erica Einstein. Hi, Erica. Hello, I am playing Brildish. I am a, a dwarven paladin who really wanted to be a cleric. And uh, my trusty celestial pony, Pony Cindelarent. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, rounding out the party, it's Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. Hello, I play a half-elf druid named Elevore, uh, who coincidentally has turned into a dog for the dog of the show. Dog of War is Mike, with you. Pup of War? Micah, Micah, we literally let you play a dog in another adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Henry's like, can you please put me down? I hate this. I'm just saying, we've al we're already doing a lot to uh <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to indulge you in every way whatsoever, and yet somehow it's never enough. Um, never mind. I'm not going to go. Yes. There. All right. Let me remind you and our listeners of where we left off by looking at the notes that you guys took last time for me. Um, let's see. So uh, you had finally left the town of Velaki, a town where all was not well. Uh, you had learned the kind of unsettling story about Isaac Strozny, that he is in fact the, uh, I guess, orphaned, and not orphaned? Orphaned, yeah, totally orphaned, lost brother of um, Arena Koliana, who has been traveling with you. Uh, for safety, uh, that was unsettling and wasn't totally clear what you're supposed to do with that. Uh, and along the way, you know, just when you were minding your own business, Settling down for tonight, you are attacked by wolves and one wolf person type creature who you uh, were able to uh, uh, defeat and interrogate and learn some things from. And you made some decisions about where to go next that uh, of your choices of uh, the general direction on the western side of Barovia, Big Barovia. Uh, you had your, your choices of places such as the town of Kresk, uh, the Wizards of Wine Winery, or to seek out the tower of one Rictavio uh, half-elf uh, 
retired circus ringmaster who you had met in uh, Valaki, and let's be honest, who all of us had fell in love with. You know, in every oh, no. podcast, there is a breakout player, and sometimes that breakout player is the dungeon master, me. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, players. Uh, so, uh, so yes, you have chosen to head in the direction of Rictavio's tower. Uh, you found Rictavio's tower. Rictavio, you know, it's his tower in that he lives there, but it is a tower that has been there for quite some time uh, and is protected by some powerful magic wards, including both a anti-magic field, which would uh, keep any of you from casting spells in the immediate vicinity of the tower. Also worth noting that your magical weapons are not magical when in the vicinity of the tower. Why would I mention that, Tony? Why would I mention that? Um, Whatever. My my axe is not magical anyway, so... Yes, I, I don't have magic weapons. I'm just, so. I'm just asking, just, okay, as an aside, I thought I was already being very obvious. Was there a moment recently where magical weapons were a big deal? Maybe, yes, but There whatever. definitely was. No, I don't know such thing. Okay. Um, And there was a very strange lock on this ancient uh, magically protected tower, which Alina Delina uh, figured out. Basically, you just needed to break out some dance moves and you were able to gain entrance into the lower level of the tower. Just as you were starting to peer into the dark, unlit lower level of the tower, um, Elevor happened to study some tracks in the mud and notice... uh, Something they look kind of like maybe uh, tiger tracks, some large cat-like creature. So yeah, that's where we left off. Um, Good times. Yeah, great times, beautiful times, lovely times. Time to move on to the next place. There was a question (laughs) that I did have before before I even knew about some scary creature coming at us. And uh, I had asked if there was a handle on the inside of the door or if there were any markings on the inside of the door similar to the ones on the outside. Okay, uh, so you are so, several of you and I've, I've got a map there that you can look at are crowded around the front door of the tower. Um, it's dark inside. Uh, and you think you may have saw, somebody rolled a perception check and you think you saw that some, something was moving uh, inside. And Elevore takes this moment to also look at the back of the door. Uh, Elevore, the back of the door looks relatively mundane. There's a doorknob. There's no signs of any kind of runes or, or arcane or magical things. Dance so, moves. nope. There's no. There are no dance instructions on the inside of the door. Okay, so I know how these things work, and I know how every single spooky tower Doors. and magic house works. And that's that. As soon as we go in, we're trapped inside. So I want to take a second. I don't care. Let me see. I've got. You're just saying you want to like find like a bigger house to be trapped inside because this one doesn't look very big. What I want to do is I want to prop open the door so that it can't slam on us and lock us inside. All right. What would you like to do to use to do that? Did you bring a prop? I've got, what do you got in your, props. This is the, we have reached the traditional stage of Dungeons and Dragons where people look through their inventory in vain and make interesting arguments to me about what things they could use for this. I will tell you, I don't know if you have, uh, Lena Delina might have these. Sometimes rogues specifically come with equipment for, uh, uh, they come with little steel uh, spikes that would be great for this, this kind true. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like I, in have the whole, package I have a whole axe. That's not, yeah. that's Ooh, you have an extra magic. axe? 
Elavor seems more likely to have like a hacky sack and like like some like some zines. You said I was gonna say we could just put a coil of rope in front of it. Like that is that is not how rope works. Yeah, that continues to be not how rope works. You said there was a knob on the inside of the door, and so I could tie a rope to the knob on the inside of the door and then pull it and stake it into the ground outside, and so then it would be. Uh, the door opens. It's in. a real shame that nobody oh, in Barovia has in? invented a doorstop. <laughs> okay, I look at I look at Bruldish and say, "Can you use your that extra axe as a doorstop, please?" Sure. Thank you. All right. Use the plus two magic, which isn't currently not magic axe, to prop the door open. I love it. All right. So, and I feel like an axe is probably perfectly. Br- Bruldish, you want to move yourself over by the door there on the map? <laughs> that sounded like a trap. Oh god. <laughs> I just don't want us to get trapped inside. Hey, so. I am holding an axe in my hands. I'm going to so go, yeah. go with Broldish just in case. All right. Broldish, you are taking the axe. An axe is perfectly... So the door opens in, and you are sliding the axe. Like The axe is perfectly... It seems like... It's almost like it was built to keep doors open as much as it is for hurting people. Or trees. I guess it hurts trees also. Uh, the door opens in, uh, and there's kind of a tattered curtain that is kind of obscuring... Uh, your vision uh, of from beyond. Right, let me tell you, in the this is very exciting. In the uh, description of the adventure as written, the um, area immediately inside the door. What do you think it's called? Vestibules. It is totally called a vestibule. Yes, oh my god! god. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> I knew, I knew you'd enjoy that. Um, so Broldish, you are uh, you are are uh, kind of smushing the axe in there so that it's going to firmly wedge the door open. Again, the door smushing opens. Smushing the axe. Smushing the axe. My, T- title. Um, <laughs> Classic axe smushing action. And as you're doing that, uh, the curtain uh, kind of gets pushed aside and some kind of creature uh, is is coming through the curtain not five feet from your face. Roll perception. Okay. I'm behind her. Can I also roll perception? Yes. Oof. Ten. <laughs> also 10. Twinsies. Uh, well, out of the darkness looms a large creature that Broldish and Crucible can just make out, uh, barely kind of silhouetted by the darkness beyond it. It stands not on two legs, but on four. Its face is stretched and, and elongated and filled with oversized teeth. Where it should have feet or maybe paws are hideous hooves. A nightmare stands before you, or maybe just a, a mare. Compared to Pony Sindelart, <laughs> this creature is terrifyingly similar in size and general structure. I, I say, <laughs> hi. Uh, do you speak horse? No. Uh, the but I creature. don't know. I've seen, I saw speak a horse wolf thing that was yeah. a guy. So I mean, I'm just but, saying hi to wait, everything is it, from is now it an, If it is, in fact, does it look, I mean... Oh I, speak God, infer- I speak infernal. Does that help? <laughs> you could try speaking infernal to this horse. Yes, very, or, crucible, or very cheerful. Crucible very cheeringly says, like raises his hand and says hello in infernal. <laughs> yeah, the horse looks at both of you, kind of looks back and forth, and goes, "Nay." Can't can't you speak telepathically with Pony Pony Cindelarent and have Pony Cindelarent talk? Oh, speak horse. Horse Horse interpreter. I can call Pony up. 
All right, Tony, role play two horses talking to each other. <laughs> I call Pony Cindelarent to the stand. Yeah. Um, okay. Just let me let me be clear. Dungeon mastering is a lot about setting boundaries, and I will role play one horse. I will not role play two horses talking to each other. That is unacceptable. This is a player horse that you will have to role play. Thank you very much, Dungeons and Dragons. One horse, me. I, I think the plural of horses is horsums. Horsums. Um, no. So I am. I am. I will not. I will not play the role of two horsums. He's thank you. Gene, for some reason that's scary. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No reason. Um, So uh, how do you wish to proceed? Uh, Okay. So basically a Brildish is just like telling Pony Cindelar what to say. And I feel like Pony is a little bit bored with Brildish's Mm. like enthusiasm and stuff. I know what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Eat, eat, eat it, Broldish. Erica, you're okay, but Broldish. Uh, yeah, that Broldish. Uh, so Pony, Pony will re- re- like say the things that Broldish wants uh, wants to be okay. Said, but not be accepted. I think we may have to make some assumptions about not necessarily the horse language, mm-hmm. but there may be, you know, like obviously you and, and Pony Cinderlarn have a deep spiritual connection. Um, but, you know, celestial even. even, but a Pony Cinderlarn's ability to convey all of your kind of wants and needs to another horse may be limited. I, no. I, I'm making a lot of assumptions here about horses, which is, you know, <laughs> I mean, I assume horses have some way of greeting each other. So, you know, Pony Cindelar yeah. will will basically High do five, the horse actually. version of, hey. You know. <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's good. It's good stuff. Hey. Yep. Hey is for horses. Hey, um, yo. Oh. <laughs> hey is for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Pony Cinderlar, uh can I mean you're gonna have to do some horse talking uh, yep. here, Erica. This is yep. this is the no, ground. literally that's what Pony, Pony's saying. Yeah, you know, basically, yo, hey, what's up? Uh, the other horse says uh, returns the greeting. Hey, is for horses. Hey, is for us. It's for us. <laughs> you, do you live here? Sometimes. Oh, brother! Cool. It's a crap. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Pony's very laid back. One of those crafty The pony has never done anything like this before. Wow, Micah, you are really quick to judge a horse. (laughs) If you just turn into a horse and have this conversation, (laughs) yes, I could also. Yeah, that's the problem with this. This the problem with this situation is not enough horses. I I, I was just thinking that, Dan. Thank you. Also, Um, I think the would the anti magic field prevent him from turning into a horse? Probably. Uh, No, not enough heese. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Erica. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Let's see. Brildish will add. This is like I have to think. Okay, what does Brildish want to know? Yeah. Pony, and then what's Pony going to say? Does anybody else live around here? Uh. Don't think so. It's literally just this freaking horse. <laughs> nice horse house. What, what's the deal with the wagon? I pulled it here. Is this, is somebody in the wagon? I don't think so. Then why'd you pull it here? Uh, well, there was somebody in it at the time. Uh-huh. Who? Uh, well, I think uh, he goes by Rictavio. 
Haven't met him. Pony hasn't met him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's way to commit to the bit, as it were. Yeah. Love it. The bit. Uh, oh, my God. Um, he's, he's nice as far as those two-legged folks go. He's yeah, kind of my co- co-worker. Yeah, they're, they're a lot, aren't they? Indeed. You got a bunch of them with you. Yes, yeah, so many. So many. <laughs> Um, this laid back chat. Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna? If you are just tuning in now, this is Horse Talk, a <laughs> sub podcast of Total Party Kill, where two horses talk. Oh yes, the, <laughs> the horse and pony show. I'm sorry. The, the revelation that Pony Cintalarent thinks that we're kind of a drag and, <laughs> and is sort of only going on this quest as a begrudging favor. It's really recast like this whole thing for me. <laughs> yeah, who are it's... who are truly the villains in the story? <laughs> or who? I mean, maybe not the villains, but just you know, not that cool. <laughs> yeah, certainly not I the just, heroes. I just really think that Pony's in it for Arena. I mean, Pony can correct me, but I feel like <laughs> no, they have an affinity. They really do. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also binds bound by magic. Yep. Well, uh, so yeah. Uh, these folks want to know. I don't even know what they want to know. They, they want to see want to know what's going on here, <laughs> and uh, where where that where Rictavio is, I guess. Oh well, he's upstairs, I reckon. So does does he live here too? Yeah. Or does he live in the wagon? I'm confused. Well, he's about this he's situation. We don't we stay here from time to time. We just oh. came from Vallaki. Oh yeah, I was there. Didn't care for it. Oh no. Not the enough horses. Was, the, hay, the hay was all right. It was okay. It was okay. Um, so is there like a, a a bell or something we can ring to to get Rictavio's attention? I I, I, I feel like these folks, like, you know, Pony uh, gestures behind him, uh, would probably just go charging <laughs> into this place without like knocking or anything. But uh, but I think it would be nicer if I could tell them something that they could. You know, the horse uh, is politer than we are. Po- <laughs> Pony, Pony knows how we are. Listen well, to that poor thing. I don't know much about No Bell. Um, this horse is very. I cool. haven't seen anyone it's open that. Uh, song. Anyone open that uh, that door before? That's real peculiar. Do you think oh, I can go there, outside? Is there another way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> the horse pushes past Roldish and is, starts to eat grass on the in the ground outside next to uh next to Pony. How did Aww. how did you get in there in the first place? Well, Rictavio let me in. Through the Wait. door? Yeah. <laughs> Should we be letting in? his horse escape? He's hungry. That steps in between he's a horse. I'm <laughs> sure that he's cared for. So Rictavio let you in this door, but you haven't seen the door open before? Well, not without Rictavio. Oh, I see. Well, we don't, I don't think he entertains many guests here is what I'm saying. Ah, well, uh, apparently he told these people about this tower. So I think they took it as an invitation. Hmm. I wouldn't hang out with them too much longer if I were you. Just saying. Well, <laughs> I'll I'll take that under consideration. <laughs> well, I guess it wouldn't hurt for you all to go in. There's an elevator in the middle. Elevator? It's like stairs, but it's flat. Is. Oh, 
All right. Well, I will. Uh, I'll tell my people. Uh, I've never the- been upstairs myself. Rictavio says horses aren't allowed upstairs. Yeah, I don't usually go inside places with with these people either. I understand. <laughs> my name's Drusilla, by the way. It's been oh, a pleasure. Nice to meet you. My name is Pony. Pony Cindelarnt. Drusilla uh, eats eats a bunch of grass. Pony will. Uh, Pony will translate as much of this seems appropriate as seems appropriate to uh to brildish i feel like i overplayed uh pony's six intelligence a little bit but (laughs) (laughs) but it's horse intelligence i feel like it's all relative it's like dog lives a horse Horse intelligence intelligence. six is like 24 in human intelligence exactly (laughs) yep Yep. drusilla heads back toward the door i think i'd best be getting back inside now on account of the the wolves Oh, are there wolves? Lots of them. some on the way here. Yeah, we're not that far from their den. They're always up and about here. They like to, you know, come and howl outside the tower. Don't in care for case, it myself. In that case, while while my people are uh, are heading up this elevator, uh, do you think I could maybe hang out in the, in the tower with you? Uh, I don't like wolves. Sure. It's good to spend some time with another horse. Excellent. Well, I am, I am a pony, just to be clear, but... Uh, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> All, right. All right. So Pony just wanders in and then <laughs> tells Brildish what. So Brildish will say, Wow, Pony made a friend. Apparently, the horse's name is Drusilla. Would Pony be able to translate that? I assume. We're Up say, to you, Erica. I don't know how yes. horse, law, horse law works. <laughs> horse law. Okay. We're, so, we're oh in uncharted territory. to speak the name of another horse <laughs> to humans. Dun, 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 it's dun, not done. Uh, it is uh, a transgression uh, and a crime. <laughs> And a betrayal. Pun- pun- punishable by a uh, horse murder, which is when a horse murders you. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, in, in hindsight, pretty similar to normal murder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's just there's a lot about this situation that's very silly to me. <laughs> just, just I don't know if it's I don't know if other people just, just like me. What? All right, no, like never what, mind, Tony. Nope, I'm just I pushed it out of my head. Suspension of disbelief. This is totally believable. <laughs> just two horses. Chilling. Okay, now, now to get it back uh, into absurdity, while this is happening, you have to imagine <laughs> everyone else just standing there watching two yep. horses like Nicker, Winnie, <laughs> gum at the air, <laughs> their ears, pawing the ground a little bit. Crucible we is, all just, like, Crucible around, is like, fascinating. <laughs> Crucible is like closely paying attention, like trying to figure out which one of them is talking. Like, oh, oh, uh, oh. Crucible, give me an intelligence check. <gasps> My intelligence is not great. Thrilldish is just smiling. Like, this is great. Seven. <laughs> you now understand horse slightly less than you did before. <laughs> <laughs> I think that means go away. It does not. <laughs> Uh, Neither, so it does not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so some a little bit of time has passed. You're still outside. Yep. So there are wolves around. Rictavio lives upstairs. There's an elevator, and a what? Elevator? What? Yeah, Do you know rela- elevators? Is that related to elevator? Is it an elevator? So. I think maybe we should send Elevor first. Elevator is what happened. Elevator was my father. Turns into an elevator. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, apparently, let me it's like... check the challenge rating on an elevator, and I'll let you know if I can become one. It's like stairs, but flat. Does that consider? Is Brilish that considered nods. fly speed? <laughs> <laughs> or are we technically swimming through a building? Because I do have swim speed. 
How many of us? These are the philosophers uh, have have had long debated how many how many elevators can dance on the head of an elevator. <laughs> so. well, Crucible is curious, so he's going to go in and follow the horses. Okay, please the heese. The heese, uh, Crucible. You are in uh, the first floor of the tower. Um, it is not in great shape. This is, you know, I mean, it's the first floor, but by function, this this has a very basement kind of feel to it. Uh, you know, no windows, lots of, uh, there's a bunch of crates thrown about, and they seem to be mainly not even crates so much as, like, the remains of crates. Um, there, there doesn't really seem to be anything in here except uh, kind of junk. Uh, the most notable feature of the first floor of the tower is in the center of this little uh, octagonal room. Um, there is a cleared off square um, indentation in the center of the floor, and there are four pulleys uh, attached to uh, iron chains that stretch up through a hole in the ceiling above uh, above you that's about the same size as the uh, indentation in the floor. And standing next to each chain are kind of four foot tall, uh, are four uh, clay statues. So four foot tall statues or four foot tall statues? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pretend that I know the answer to that. I realized I said that and I was like, how is this intended to be read? <laughs> I, I like the would... idea of teeny tiny statues. <laughs> I bet they are. I think they would I'm say, say they're one foot tall statues if they were. I am interpreting. I feel like this is ambiguous. I'm going to make my own quick <laughs> interpretation here, which is there are four four foot tall uh, clay statues. Ooh, big boys. Oh. So, so like Brildish sized. Yeah. Yeah. How many people can fit in the space of the elevator? Is it does it have one of those signs that tells what it's rated for? Oh my god, yes. Uh it does not. Is the horse it looks, it a fire like marshal? One by one, which yeah. would indicate one person. I think that several people could uh it's a five foot could, square, five foot by five square. I mean yeah. with social distancing, only one person. But <laughs> Don't you love this to to uh, podcast content that will be super dated for when it appears? Or in will it? Or, or will no. it? That's the no, thing. Uh, remember to vote, everyone. Um. Yeah. <laughs> It'll make sense. Are there elections in Barovia? Nope. Uh, no. Yeah, uh, I didn't think so. Yeah, I'm, hold on. I'm going to update your list of oh, things yeah. that are Thank not you. in Barovia. <laughs> All right, Lena will go down in or go on in the first round. Yeah, Crucible will go with her. Okay. All right. Can I remind you of some of the things that there are not in Barovia? Please. In Barovia. please, please. Number one, in order that you have discovered things that do not exist in Barovia. Number one, clocks. Mm -hmm. Number two, beer. Number three, ants. Number four, Chad's. Don't remember the context yeah, of that. There's no, there's no <laughs> one named Chad in Barovia. Yep. Yeah. Number five, public libraries. Number six, orcs. Number seven, good days. Number eight, <laughs> bards, which presumably means there are absolutely zero bard chads. Uh, number nine, circuses. Number 10, targets. Parentheses, they're all Walmarts. 11, warranties. 12, air horns. 13, ocean. <laughs> 14 clean socks and your newest edition, number 15, what things that are not in Barovia, elections. Wait, okay, oh. there's no circuses, but I thought you said he was a former ringmaster. I think that would imply that he is not from Barovia. Yeah, no, we know he's not from here. Right. Let me tell you, yeah. there's there's not, a, there's not a lot of uh, Warforge either. You know why? Because you're not from Barovia, Dan. Wow, how rude. It, Tony, it's Barovia town. Yeah. So, uh, Crucible, where are you really from? 
Oh, it's so offensive. <laughs> um, All right. All right. So I am going to say that you could fit five people on the elevator if you were so inclined. Uh, but you have more than that when you take into account your dogs, ponies, and... Uh, Pony is not interested in this this flat it, stairs thing. Your, yeah. your, your arena Kolyanas and your redeemed uh, Argals. They can Are hang they out redeemed? on the first floor. Can we All do right. some like detect magic or some sort of no, something? not because there is you no cannot. magic. I, except for probably the person, there is probably some magic created by the person who is casting this anti-magic field. What right? if I cast dispel magic? That doesn't work. We already checked that last time. Oh, that's yep. right. I forgot. I didn't write that okay. down. Sorry. That said, there is an exception, which is if you have magic that the source is uh, from a deity or mm. from, there was a deity. I'm looking up the other exception. I mean, Jin. Like crucible is magic, right? So like it's not like you suddenly right. start. He's like, not. Yeah. He's <laughs> not just gonna collapse into slag. Yeah, because Tony Sindelard also magic. Yeah, partial magic, sure. But yeah, day, if you have an effect, so I think I think my turn undead, for example, would work because it's not a spell and it sources a deity rather than right. A spell. That's just like rebuking, right? Or exactly. abjuring. So there might be some. There might be some other stuff that works. Mm. I don't like this. I don't want to go on the elevator. Oh, Didn't yes. you and all want to come and see Rictavio? We came all the way here to say Rictavio. <laughs> I did a dance to open the door. We're getting on whatever this is. <laughs> McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. <laughs> what if I just stay on the first floor and then Pony Sindelart can let me know if we need to, if I need to go up there with y'all. <laughs> Pony Sindelarnt isn't like coming. Going, yeah. I know, He's a horse. How are we supposed to fit a horse no, in this no, no, no. Five, five, five? He's right. He's I right. will stay on the first floor with Pony Sindelarnt, and then Broldish uh, could tell Pony Sindelarnt, yes. yo, 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 we need backup. That's yeah, actually not Are you going to understand because you can't speak horse because it's a spell, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, but Pony will know if you start like flailing Pony's around. Chap yeah, has tapped on uh, me before when I was a horse with, or a dog, I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so me. <laughs> Lena, yeah, I'm staying yeah. on the first floor. I'm sorry. Lena, Crucible, who else? Yeah, I I will go. Bruldish. I'm curious about the flat stairs. That's three. I'm gonna keep an eye on and, the door to make sure it doesn't em close. Emra, are you coming? Androdite and Emra, and I think that Arena and Aragal should stay downstairs Perfect. with yeah. Elevore. Right. So we have four Tony people and a dog that. on the elevator, which I think is under the weight limit. All right. And someone just shouted, "Split the party! Split the party!" <laughs> uh, you, as you are crowding in. The door slams shut. Mm. What? <laughs> what happens to the axe? axe? <laughs> I guess the axe is probably outside somewhere, flung flung into the swamp by a magic door that slammed shut. I hate that. That's. I mean, like, that's not me. That's the design of the tower. This, so, so this is this. Clear, I found this tower like this. I just you know. That is not up to code, Tony. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So to be clear, we have a quest to get a magic weapon, but instead we have <laughs> hidden a magic weapon in a swamp. I mean, it's probably not that far. It's I mean, it was just it got pushed. Doorstep. Yeah, it got pushed by a door. I didn't. I didn't fire it out of a cannon. <laughs> but so wait, yes. what would it have taken to keep that door open? More uh, power than powerful. we have. Yeah, more more power probably than you have. Magic that we can't cast in front of this tower. I mean, it's just a door. Elevore, do you want to try opening the door? No, because it's not going to open. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sorry. Wow. I'm not salty at you, Tony. I'm salty at your tower. Okay. 
Uh, Broldis, do you want to try opening the door? Yes. You no, open the no, door. You might hurt yourself. Your axe, is, your axe is like on the stoop outside the door. I, I oh. Do I have to walk all the way outside to pick it up or can I just let's, reach down? Let's say that you can reach down and pick up your axe. The door opens from the inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Step, I step back. Does it close again? It kind of swings shut just from gravity, Congratulations. not from magic. We have mastered doors. Yeah. I pull it open have again we? just to make sure that it opens. This is the longest trip up an elevator I've ever seen. Broldish, Broldish, uh-huh. the door opens again. And then things, it swings shut slowly. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes Dan, I guess yes. I'll just stow this. Door, doors, and, doors and corners, people. Yeah. This, this axe didn't do very much uh, there, so I'm just going to stow it again uh unless Darn you it. want to play a uh, play with this elevore you can take the axe and try to shove it under the door it's up to you <laughs> i'll hold on to the <laughs> shove axe. it under your door you play with my axe <laughs> uh not mine no just this you. this extra one that i carry around because it's, it's heavy <laughs> there's a, there's a really magical all right you guys are almost in the room <laughs> are we cool 30 are minutes we, in <laughs> um so so elevator <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. You're standing in the middle of an octagonal room. There's a bunch of chains in the, you know, the, the we... go from the floor to the ceiling. Right, okay, so you, suddenly look, Pony... looking looking up, there's there's a rather large hole in the ceiling above you, and looking above that, uh, it looks like there is a hole in the ceiling above that. Does... It looks like there's kind of a shaft that runs. Does it pretty seem much... like we would have to like take the chains and like hoist ourselves? Seems like the chains are attached to the clay uh, statues Pony, all right, in Pony each corner. Suddenly, the, the statues are literally holding the chains. Pony suddenly whinnies and just goes, <laughs> all right, and asks, hey, Drusilla, how does Rictavio make this uh, flat stairs thing work? Well, I, I reckon he talks to it. Uh, uh, Broldish says, uh, guys, Rictavio talks to this thing to make it work. So maybe up, it's magic? Up and away! Ascensor, rise, ascend. The uh, the, there's no response from the lift. The, the, the uh, elevator. Rictavio, yeah. Rictavio, uh, we're downstairs. Listen. No, we're at down the, elevator. Uh, at the word elevator, the clay statues, which appear to be some kind of golem. Uh, spring into activity. They start hoisting the chain. That's so cool. And what you actually realize is that you're not standing on an elevator. You're standing in an empty elevator shaft as the elevator slowly lowers oh, from dear. four stories okay, above I you. Move. We move. Very, very slowly. <laughs> There's in no danger whatsoever of you getting crushed by the elevator unless you really <laughs> dilly-dally to, st- to work out some personal grudges here in the elevator shaft. Anyone have some things that anyone have some beef they want to hash? No, but um, Elvor does look a little smug at everybody. I should say that. Told us it was a golem Vader. <laughs> so after about five minutes, the golems are trudging and a stone platform slides and fits kind of smoothly into the indentation you were all sit- standing in uh, minutes ago. All right. Now perhaps we get back on the elevator. We're almost there, people. Sure, why not? And then we say elevator. Nothing happens. Son of a... Ascend. The uh, the golems start. 
and the chains are creaking. I, I don't have a good chain creak noise. Chain rattle, chain rattle. No, these chains are well in place, Dan. There's no rattle. Chain They've oil. been chain oiled. Oil. Chain, yeah. Uh, and so you are hoisted up the tower. You get a quick view of the second floor. There is nothing on it. Um, there's just like the, the floor of the second floor, so that ceiling of the first floor is all rotted and falling apart. Uh, a couple of minutes passed. Uh, if you scroll up on the map, you'll see the uh, upper floors. And uh, you are you can see the third floor. The third floor is even in worse shape. There's kind of a large gash in the side of the tower. And you can see some scaffolding outside where somebody long ago was working on the tower. And then slowly, you are pulled into view of the fourth floor, which looks quite different. Whereas the other floors of the tower were kind of in shambles. The fourth floor looks like somebody actually lives here. There's some like nice little stained glass windows. There's a bed. There's a rug on the floor. There's a fire burning in a hearth. It smells, you know, a little mildewy and musty, but cozy. Uh, there's some bright tapestries up. Someone is sitting in a uh, kind of overstuffed chair with its back to the elevator. He seems whoever that person is, is humming to themselves rather loudly such that they don't hear the sound of the chains <laughs> pulling you into place. Uh, and give me a quick perception check as you are slowly pulled into this room. 18. Better than last time. 17. 8. 15. Uh, none of you hears anything too exciting until you are pulled within view of the uh, the fourth floor, where you see someone, uh, you know, perched. Looks like they're in, they're humming along, uh, uh, and next to this chair where they're perched by the hearth is a rather large creature staring at you intently. This creature appears to be a tiger. Oh dear! Mm. Job Elavora. It's another horse. The, uh, track. <laughs> it's a very furry toothsome <laughs> horse. Can people see the fourth floor map? Yep. Yes. If you want, you right could. Uh, all the way up there. You have to scroll all the way up. Scroll up. Oh, and if you yes. want, you could move your token to somewhere on the fourth floor map. You can see the elevator is in the center. Crucible will step off and say, hello, kitty. Uh, the chair swings around, and it is none other than Rick Tavio. Sitting there in his private study. Atop a weird, creepy tower, looks like he was enjoying a book and a little bit of brandy and spending some quality time with his pet tiger. Of course he has a pet tiger. Guy has Of course style. I don't know that. But... The tiger growls at you and Rictavio chides it. They're there. They're friends. Welcome. Hi, I did Hello. not think I would see you all again so soon. Crucible, please come in. And Lena Delina and Broldish and... Uh, is is your pop Androdite with you still? Yes, she's right here. Imra, there you are. Uh, and t please tell me that Elevore is still safe. He is. He's downstairs. Oh, Down well. Perhaps he and Drusilla will hit it off. P a pony is chatting with uh, with Drusilla now. I, I have a pony. I, I don't think you got to meet the pony. Oh well, it is it is good to see all of you. I was not expecting visitors. Uh, I only arrived uh, late last night myself. Uh, things things got a little hot in Balaki, if you know what I mean. Uh, so I got don't. out while the getting was good. Hot how? Like well, it's it seems there was some kind of break in at the uh, the Burgermeister's manse, and well, a lot of outsiders were being looked at unfavorably. So not a time for guests. 
Hmm. Weird. <clears throat> hmm. I too heard this. Technically, it is illegal to own a tiger in Valaki, um, but I've never been a big fan of laws, especially laws against tigers. Well, you're not in Valaki, you're just near Valaki. Well, but I had the tiger with me in Valaki, you see. It was in my wagon. Oh, the whole time? What's what's the tiger's name? Oh, she hasn't told me her name yet. I don't really, I haven't quite picked up the language. I'm working on it. Nice. Well, hi. I regret tiger. not being part of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, Elevar, when you're afraid of elevators. <laughs> I can't trust something so similar to me. I understand. Mm-hmm. It's fair. So, what has your? Uh, I guess it's been a day since we crossed paths. How are things been going? It's been a day. You said it, sir. You said it. We were beset by terrible half man, half wolf beasts uh or yes just the one but he inferred that there were more i i i i have done you a great wrong my friends i should have warned you there are many of those creatures uh in the area here near my tower uh there's a, a a tribe of them a clan that makes their home on the other side of this uh enchanting lake here and it is uh perhaps i i see you must have uh, navigated the uh defenses of my tower good show they they do tend to keep those creatures at bay but it's uh well it's it's barely a day goes by before the uh, the defenses aren't activated well you know anyone who tries to get it in the door without uh doing the little dance that you and i now know uh well they are they get discharged a great deal of electricity <laughs> but they keep trying <laughs> lena has some sick moves it's true indeed I would do any manner of sick moves to not have a great deal of electricity discharged <laughs> into me. Well said. Rictavio <laughs> starts puttering around the uh, little tower. Uh, it's clear he's really not set up to uh, accommodate like five guests and a tiger, uh, but he is making do. He like pushes a bunch of space off his bed for someone to sit, and he like he offers his nice uh, overstuffed chair, and he finds like a chest and it turns into like a thing and he's got like he's got he clearly only owns two tea mugs which he's put tea in and he's got some other various improvised containers which have tea or brandy and he's he's trying his best to make you all feel at home in this uh weird abandoned tower uh lena's going to like give three reps to the elevator to try and indicate to elevore you know that he should come up i i i tell pony to gesture toward the uh the elevator at elevore like to kind of shepherd all right meanwhile on the first floor (laughs) dan scroll the map down to the first floor for the the viewers okay (laughs) <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, on the first floor, uh, we're doing there. Emma's not there. I can't. I, I can't see the other floors. So, oh no. Yeah, it's weird. I zoomed all the way out, and it's just like, nope. Try reloading the page when in doubt, but don't worry about it. There's, you're not missing out on anything it's super Rattavio involved. And a tiger. Yeah. Me- meanwhile, on the first floor, uh, uh, Drusilla and Pony Cindelar are kind of, you know, they're, they're ch- chewing the hay, uh, having some horse chat. Uh, Ar- Argal has produced a deck of cards, and he and, and Arena are playing a card game that is unfamiliar to Elevore. Uh, Elevore, uh, did Andrew Dyke go all the way to the top? Yeah. 
Andrew Day's there, and suddenly uh, uh, Pony Cinderlarnt gets kind of a strange look uh, in in the eye and uh, gives uh, Elavor a nod. Yep. Ah, and then, then kind of like just like literally, literally like gently with his nose, sort of like pushes you toward the uh, toward the elevator spot, which I assume we're gonna send down for him because it's not there right now. Nope, there's just an indentation in the floor right now. All right, I can. I'll say the thing since you were able to call it from the first floor. Let's let's see what you do. What are you gonna do? Elavor does not step into the square, but from outside of the square says, "Elevator, elevator." The uh, the clay golems start cranking, and the elevator, uh, after a couple minutes, uh, descends to the uh, uh, to the floor with Elavor. Meanwhile, back up on the fourth floor. Suddenly, the elevator, the elevator, the elevator starts descending. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the, the first floor, <laughs> several minutes have passed, and the elevator arrives. <laughs> I get onto the square and I say, "Elevator!" Nothing happens. Oh wait, what was it again? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Welcome to. <laughs> Uh, don't help them <laughs> go up um, and the clay golems uh, crank into uh, work oh, and slowly water. minutes yeah. pass as you are moved up meanwhile up on the fourth floor <laughs> so about what time Elevor, is it now? El- arrives I would say it's it's solidly uh, early afternoon I would say okay. as Rick Tavio tells you tea time it's a little uh, early for tea time but he's he's trying he's a good host yeah uh, so you know he's he's chatting with you. He's you know being a trying to be a pleasant host and you know uh, probably tells some stories about his circus days. Um, uh, but eventually, you know, the, the conversation maybe comes to more substantial things. And he's but uh, you know we 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 have shared many a story back in the Blue Water Inn. I suspect more urgent things have brought you here to my tower today. Why are we here again? Yes. This is your th- so yeah. That was I was a little uh, curious. I I didn't realize that you were such a hi. By the way, uh, I didn't realize you were such a magical <laughs> magical man. Um, this is your tower. What with all of its special doors and non. Well, I I must admit some of these were uh, those were put in place. I I I have not totally uh, unearthed the story of the original owner, but it seems like this was a a wizard tower some several hundred years ago. So there are some uh, certain, well, defenses and affectations this tower provides that were not of my doing. Uh, But uh, no doubt you noticed the anti-magic field. Very convenient uh, in these difficult times. You know, to live in the wilderness in Barovia, big Barovia, of course, is dangerous and not without peril. And one must bring with one certain defenses, lest one be rent asunder by werewolves or bandits or... The creatures of the night. I feel like a tiger uh, is pretty good defense too. How'd you how'd you guys meet? Oh well, you see, first me. I saved her life and then she saved my life, and it's Aww. it's been a whole thing. Oh, do you have one of those but, bumper stickers? <laughs> who saved who? Yes, on my wagon. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we have been fast friends. She is uh, you know, from the, from the circus days. Do you fancy yourself a magic man, or does this tower also cease any magic on your part? 
Uh, well, one cannot use magic within the tower, but I've, you know, I'm a, I'm a storyteller. I'm a traveler. I've been known to spin a few cantrips in, in the, uh, if the moment requires it. Very cool, Rictavio. Very cool. Anyway, like how, you. Rictavio, how did you get to Big Barovia? Um, well, how does anyone get to Big Barovia? We That's a know. really good question. <laughs> that you know, question. <laughs> you, you're on the you're on the, the road at night and the mists roll in and then the mists roll out and you find yourself in Barovia. Um, but I I will I will be honest with you, friends. I sought out Barovia. Most most people find find their way here not against their will, and I, this was a place I came to. Why? Well, it's a long story, and I wouldn't want to bore you. But how are you no. all doing? <laughs> no, 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 no! Please don't bore don't us. Get bored it's not a bore. Yeah. Please, please don't bore us. Yes. <laughs> what I meant to say was, please. Did you say there was tea? Let's move on to the tea. <laughs> oh yes, fresh tea for everyone and or brandy. He he he's, he putters about. Um, the uh, I think uh, Elevore, you think the tiger might be rolling his eyes at this point. <laughs> I think I want to. We've, we've already made it clear that we don't recognize when an animal is rolling its eyes at us. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's hard with horses because their eyes are on different sides of their heads. True. It's easier with tigers. <laughs> so that's what I read at least. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to approach the tiger very the, in, in my druidic way. I see my... no way this could go wrong. I just like to point out everyone make note of where they are standing in this very small enclosed room <laughs> as Elevore <laughs> next, next to the tiger, apparently. <laughs> yes. Let me roll an animal handling check here. Sure. What with my roll druidic... with I will tell you, roll with advantage because this tiger is in the company of its uh companion and seems generally um chill. you know chill. One of my dogs is deathly afraid of the sound of these dice, but let us just, see. just the those dice are all dice. Just those ones. Oh my god! Oh my god! Which should we have? The twenty or the nineteen plus all six? Right. I think we'll go with the twenty plus six. Elavor, you approach the saber tooth tiger, and uh, you know I don't know exactly what it looks like to befriend a saber tooth tiger, but that is just what you've done. You are getting along <laughs> smashingly. You are giving it the scratch behind the ears, and it's like rolling over, and it's like it's like a big terrifying kitten with a mouthful of butcher knives, and it likes you. In fact, yay! Uh, you know, uh, Elavor, I think you as a druid know the tiger's uh, name, um, which you'll share with us later. Oh my God, I love that. Micah, you get to name the tiger. Um, oh my God. So what else is happening in this little uh, little uh, tower room? Uh, Brildish will say, so apparently there's no more wine uh, in Velaki. Did that happen before you left or is this news to you? Uh, news to me, friends. That is most unfortunate. Uh, I mean, I know the wine comes. There's only one winery in uh, in Barovia, and perhaps they have run into trouble. Um, Do you know how it, to get to the winery from here? Yes, if you head back to the main road, it's uh, go as if you were going to Kresk, and then you'll turn south. It's not too far, less than a day's journey from here. Uh, and what about other major milestones or points of interest? What do you? What would you like to know? I am well versed in things Barovian, even though I am not from here. I've been studying Barovia for some time, been poring over the legends before I sought it out. 
we ask about the city? Around? Uh, I, I forget if we've asked him about the lake before. We are looking for a town that I think is no longer a town. I believe it was called Berez. Ah, uh, yes. I have heard of Berez. It is a... Uh... So there are, as you know, three major towns or encampments here in, in, in Barovia. There is Little Barovia. There is Valaki, where we met. And the town to the west, the walled city of Kresk. It's really more of a town, really more of a hamlet. Village, maybe, but they call it a city. But time long ago, there was a fourth. Uh, the town of Berez. It is south of Valaki, um, back a ways. And it is kind of on a marshy, swampy area. And it is so that the legends say that the people of Berez ran afoul of the devil. There was a, a, a young woman that the, uh, the devil sought to take as his bride, and the Burgermeister uh, rejected this offer. And it is said that the devil shifted an entire river to drown the town of Berez, and there are just ruins, swampy ruins there now. Uh, I think the land has been, in fact, given, he has given the devil this uh, remains of a town, this swampy former town, to a witch of which uh, he has aligned, uh, the Baba Yaga. Oh, no. She has a hut that moves about. It is unsettling. I cannot recommend that you go to Perez, friends. This is what I am telling you. Mm, needs must we may have to go there as it is. Can you tell us how to get there? Uh, he gives you, he in fact pulls out a, a relatively detailed map of Barovia. And let me just take you back to the world map for a second. Kresk. Um, you may need to zoom out on this map. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Is Berez labeled on this map? Maybe not, because it's kind of an X town. Um, so this he shows you X town. <laughs> uh, uh, Dan slash players, if you scroll yeah. over, I know you can only see the road. So back, uh, back by where you cross the river out of Velaki, there was kind of a side path. Yeah, that's that's where he points to it on a map. It is literally not labeled on his map. Uh, but he, so the dotted line rep represents that there's not a, a road there, but maybe a trail that you can mm -hmm. find or a path. And he gives you, I don't even know if you noticed there was kind of a turnoff at a crossroads, yeah. uh, not too far out of Velaki. Yeah. And he gives you kind of specific okay. directions on how you could find your way back there if you were so inclined. Okay. Good to know. All right. Though he cautions you against ever doing that. Sure. Yeah. If we were. What to, more can I tell you? There, mm. if, if we were to go there at some point. Um, is there anything in particular that you could tell us ab about that place that you've heard? Uh, things specifically to avoid weaknesses that the residents might have if they're feeling frisky? I do not think there are any residents, uh, just the creatures that the witch commands. Uh, a variety of... she have any weaknesses? <laughs> uh, none that I know of. It is said that she flies about in a, in a giant skull and is the nursemaid to the devil himself. I mean, that's uh, kind of stylish. I suppose. Again, I can't recommend that you go there. Literally anywhere else in Barovia might be safe for save Ravenloft itself. Um, be very vigilant if you were to even explore it. Why on earth would you want to go there? 
you know, Lena looks among the other people and says, uh, just shrugs. Our, our fortunes were told and we were given potential boons that we may utilize if, uh, <gasps> if our friends ever wish to make it out of this place. You know, I'm from here, but you are not, they are not. I can see why one would wish to leave. Um, and if we are to be successful in getting them home, we must use every tool at our disposal, no matter what kind of mud hole it's currently hidden in. <laughs> you have seen Madame Eva then? Yes. Indeed. You are the chosen ones. They come, say- Come again? What now? Oh, geez. <laughs> Once a generation, people come <laughs> to Barovia. I must warn you, so far, once a generation, they have gone to challenge the devil, and they have died. Uh, oh, boy, I remember this. And also listen to the birds. Yeah, we know. I came to Barovia hoping that I would be one of these chosen, and I was not. And so I have learned what I can and studied the books and the legends. But if you have been given these prophecies by Madame Eva, well, you have a destiny, can't say I necessarily envy you. Uh, I've always wanted a destiny. But if you have been researching- Hundreds before you have died trying. If you have spent your time researching the lore, perhaps you could help us achieve these goals that we have. It would be my honor. In fact, friends, I must must be honest with you. I am not Rictavio. I'm not a circus rigmaster. I've never been to a circus. My true name is Rudolf von Richten, famous monster hunter. Perhaps you've heard of me for all history. Okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, Is he from our world? Can Lena have advantage because she's a groupie? Uh, Lena, you have disadvantage because he's totally not from Barovia. (laughs) Ah, goddamn. I got a 14. Dan, disadvantage. He's not from Eberron. Oh, actually, you're a, you're very into history. I'll I'll say you you don't have advantage or disadvantage. I got a fourteen. I got a four. Uh, I got a seven. Uh, yeah, Lena All did right. not do good, um, but she's still into it. Dan, I think in your travels, uh, you have definitely heard a bard story about uh, Rudolf von Richten, legendary hunter of creatures of the night. You heard that story some time ago. This is probably him past his prime, like way past. Um, also, it, the, the story, you did not think it was actually about a person. It had kind of a pulp novel feel, but in bard form. Um, <laughs> Lena Delina, uh, though you are from Barovia, you have heard the name oh. Rudolf von Richten whispered, uh, particularly not, not among probably uh, your Barovians in the towns, um, but the Vistani. Uh, know this name and hold some fear and animosity toward whoever Rudolf von Richten might be. Yeah. Oh, so, I, so the terrible. Friends, okay. I assure you, I have I have only shared this information with you now. It is. It, I do not like to keep secrets from anyone. Well, I do. I mean, it is my my life. But it, I assure you, this deception. It was for your safety and my safety as well. And. Please do not do not judge me unkindly for having not given you my real name before. We will speak freely from here, fair on. I assure I you. I forgive you. So, Thank you did you come to this realm in order to hunt the devil? 
Indeed. I have slain many a vampire, and it is said that he is the greatest of them. And so I sought to destroy him. Well, we have a lot of garlic. Yeah, Brildish nods. Yeah, we have a, could you actually clear some things up for us? We have some oh dear bets. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no. You have to decapitate them, right? Oh I no, I am not going them. to live long enough I've for a next generation champion. All of these bags of soil with me. What, why are you carrying knowledge. dirt, Mr. Crucible? What do you know of revenants? Uh, they are creatures of the night. They are uh, terrible. Not as bad as vampires, I suppose, but they are quite bad. Let me reframe. <laughs> um, he has. I think we're losing the. We're losing one. the thread here, people. Are you Are you okay? Did you suffer some head trauma in the fight with the werewolf? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> to To be honest, most of the people who I would learn from as a slayer of the things that crawl in the night um, don't live long enough to develop a robust body of knowledge. Uh, so, any guidance that you have on vampires, revenants such uh, would be very helpful in the days ahead. Friends, I can assure you from this point on, my life is an open book. Will Rictavio have any useful information, or should I say Rudolph von Richten, legendary monster hunter that none of you have ever heard of? Is this the key to finally taking down the Devil's Jod? What about Revenants? What about that bag that Crucible totally shouldn't have opened that he totally did? That's going to come back, right? And what about Drusilla and Pony Zindler? Are they going to be friends or just kind of acquaintances in horse terms? For answers to questions such as these... Tune in next time for Total Party Kill, Dog and Pony Show. Thank you and good night. Woo. More like ac- ac- hate- <laughs> Wow, Dan. Wow. Tune in next no. week for that joke version two. Yeah, tune in next. <laughs> tune in next week for ac- Dan's Dan's, pu- Dan's public execution. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan. How many people are watching the live stream at this point? Currently 39. Wow. wow. So live stream listeners, there's a little bit of delay between me saying stuff and it reaching your ears. I say not just due to the speed of sound, but YouTube. Uh, something we sometimes do is we do take uh, questions from the live stream. So I am hypothetical posing- or otherwise. Hypothetical <laughs> or otherwise. It's you can ask questions to the characters, to the players. Uh, what have you? And maybe we'll take two or three questions before we call it a night. My Thank dogs you are for, taking uh, questions as well. I'll just yes, them. one dog is available. Not the other dog is not. He has a better agent. Yeah, um, true. So, uh, and I'll just mention there's a uh, you know in in honor of everyone being socially distant, we are doing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons this week. Uh, their listeners can get the uh, bootleg of the Dragonforge episode we recorded Saturday. Uh, the final episode of UKTPK uh, just aired, t- uh, released today, which was a brand new adventure with a bunch of uh, UK people, playing, many of them playing D&D for the first time. Uh, Dog and Pony Show uh, releases some Tuesday nights, not all Tuesday nights. We sometimes have someone down uh, or sick or take a week off, but many Tuesday nights. And if you are a member, you can uh, you can get this stream all the time. Today was a special day that we made it available. But if you sign up as a member, you can get it all the time. 
or you can just wait until it gets released in like i don't know erica how long back are we like three or four uh, months years. I, I don't actually know how many episodes we've recorded because I have lost count. That's okay. Uh, we're at <laughs> that session, many. This is tonight was session fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> so those will all be. Boy, that is not the number I have when I made the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, those will all be edited and released. And we're even uh, because lots of people, podcasters, are also stuck in their homes. There's going to be some bonus total party kill episodes recorded and streamed this week. Watch the Twitter thread for details about that. But let me just tell you. I think there's one happening tomorrow because I think I'm running it. So uh, I need to put my character sheet together. Yeah, Dan will be there. Aline will be there. Uh, also some other people, uh, many of whom have, uh, you know, and love or somewhere indifferent to from the incomparable uh, who have not played Dungeons and Dragons before. Um, so yeah. I'm excited. So that was, that was a very long vamp uh, reminder. Go to the incomparable.com slash members, sign up, give us a little bit of money if you're so inclined. And hopefully Dan has now generated one or more questions from. We the, have a lot this. of questions. I'm going to suggest yeah. lightning round. All right. Ready? Dan, you're in charge. Uh, listener ATN. Listener ATN. <gasps> listener ATN. ATN. Yeah. Uh, Hello. His question for the players was fan cast for Rictavio slash Rudolph question mark. I'm not really <laughs> sure if the question is, are we going to make one? But I think we could. We're all fans. I, I think that's we're... up to the members, isn't it? To make a oh. fan cast. Is yeah, that that's up to right. us? What is that's a fan job. cast? I thought a fan cast was where you chose who the person would be if they if you cast them in a show. So I'm totally. <laughs> oh, is that what we're doing? Maybe we could do that. I, we can choose to interpret it any that's way that we want. fantasy casting. Yeah, I do. Like, I, I am. I am. Oh, okay. I am. I, I know who is is ca who's playing the role of Rictavio in the movie version of this. That's but I won't, oh, who? I, I won't tell you until later. Oh, um, come on. It's Can Will it Smith. No, it's Will Smith. So the role was originated to, by Robin Williams. So that we can get him to do a really great 90s uh, rap for the the end credits. So. Yes. Okay, actually, That's what I'm I've down. always wanted. Um, also, I will just say I love Rictavio, but like uh, like other uh, overwhelming characters, he is best in moderation. So All thank right. you, listener what about, ATN. Listener what, what about horses? <laughs> What, what about, about horses, horses, Jane? There are some horses. Okay. I'm, all right. Is that a question? <laughs> and to clarify, listener ATN does clarify, yes, fantasy casting is his, was oh, his okay. question. Uh, does anyone else have any ideal fantasy casting for Rictavio? I mean, Timothy Omenson. Ooh, that's is a that good a, one. Jane knows like celebrities that. that I don't know. Yeah. All of my, all say, of my Chris, pop culture references end in 1998, Jane. Is Christopher Plummer too old? Because he's great in everything. <laughs> I mean, we can what era. Yes, you can. Man, yeah, it's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm out of the oh, game. Wow. We're like so handsome. <laughs> yep. I don't. I am unfamiliar with Timothy Olmanson, but he looks like Rictavio. Oh, yeah. um, Timothy Olmanson's great. He was um, on Psych. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, okay. I know who. I just have to think of his name. Uh, this is a great podcasting. James Michael. Spader. James Spader. Oh, can you okay. imagine the what? enigmatic Rictavio? Uh, I feel uh, like he doesn't have the flair anymore. <laughs> He'd be so quirky he, and weird. Yeah, maybe. Too weird. Too weird. As, as like Robert California, James Spader. That's maybe. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. okay. That's office reference. All right. All right. So we're doing great on the lightning round, right, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question. Listener Andrew, is the tiger's name Tony? Uh, um, no, we can. Uh, Micah, would you like to announce the name of the, yes. of the tiger? Relevant Which question. Is, the next question is, what tiger names is Micah considering? I oh. have already considered and selected the name. The tiger's this name. This is not canon yet. It hasn't happened in an episode. So. It has not happened in an episode. I'm going to write it into the chat so that people can see it. I would pronounce that 
Samus. Uh, Samus is the Blackfoot name for Medicine Hat, which is a city in Alberta, Canada. That is where the first saber-tooth cat fossil was discovered. So oh, clearly, wow. the saber-tooth cat. I did not expect that. That's a nugget Samus. of knowledge. Yeah. Remember when you guys used to just use? It. Yeah. Remember when you guys used to just use animal names to haze me? <laughs> so <laughs> see, like, so Henry. Never. I'm not going to go into it, but oh, this is Mizzy. Whoops. Um, Henry has a a name that has a lot of thought behind it, and so I, whenever okay. it comes to animals, I try to put a lot of thought into it. So I wanted to do that for Samus as well. <laughs> Take I that, Erica. <laughs> So, so not Toothy McToothface. <laughs> uh, in spirit, Toothy McToothface. In reality, Samus. Yeah. All right. Samus That's is a, nice a good name. tiger name. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, listener Cat asks, is Rictavio going to join them? Unclear, but certainly they've, you know, you've, you've definitely forged the first path, right? Uh, listener Will. Yes, we all know him. Can we, oh, change, that guy? Can we change the name to the Dog and Heath Show? <laughs> <laughs> in my heart it is <laughs> no dan that's kind of the more of a content no. oh okay well erica says no so no I'm but also I, th- I think that's like a a cms question more than a podcast <laughs> question. uh listener jeff can those two mules ponies horses uh <laughs> kill the vampire <laughs> yes if you know left what? to their own devices a hundred percent yeah i feel like pony cindelarn would would absolutely give it a shot I, I think actually, they they can, but it is not their destiny. <laughs> I think that their indifference would really wound Strahd, actually, because yeah. like mm. he's all flair and cape and fang. If there were just some horses who were like, whatever, we don't care. I don't know if it has come up yet, but uh, Strahd is somewhat famous for his own evil horse, and I bet they hate that horse. Oh my God! There's an evil. Like they're in, they're indifferent to Strahd, but Strahd's mean horse. Oh yeah, they hate him. <laughs> him I can't I'm wait going to, hear to the evil curry horse favor with the evil horse. All right, hold on. I need to look up the name of his horse right now because it's gonna 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 Originated by Strahd von Sarovich. Maybe Strahd von Sarovich <laughs> is Alexander the Great. Yeah. Whoa, twist. More like Alexander the So-So. All right, Dan. Oh, got him. Yeah. All right, and our last question comes from listener Joseph. Should I give my cat some of my sandwich? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Yes. What's, kind of, what's on the sandwich? Yeah, actually, sandwich. does depend on the kind of yeah. sandwich. And there's too much of a lag for yeah, us to go back and nine, forth. No. So I just I think it's horse safe. blood. I hope there's not horse blood on the sandwich. To be, to be face, to be face, to be face. Face? <laughs> yeah, that's totally a thing humans say, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be safe, let's let's maybe not have the cat eat the sandwich. All right. Sorry, cat. Little little bit of the meat. Yeah. Little bit get- of salami. Yeah, it's reference acknowledged. Uh, re- <laughs> reference acknowledged. Um, Micah, can right, I see your puppy? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the one my I God. keep. The one my that. Puppy. Oh my God, they're both there. <laughs> he's no, literally please. podcast listeners. No. He's literally holding two dogs. So. No. Oh, I was not so prepared. Which is, which, is, which is whom? Which is? Oh whom? my God. This is Henry. He's the gray one. And then this is Mizzy. She's the black one. <gasps> what right. a treat. Henry's a full bred chihuahua and Mizzy is a chihuahua rat terrier mix. And she's an old lady and I love her. I wouldn't go. She's just oh, getting older. And it's what a delight. Of... 
Oh, I thank you. I can't that think of a better treat. way to end our live stream. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing better than that is going to happen on the stream tonight, people. So no. tune in tomorrow for more, uh, not this group, but more Dungeons and Dragons because it's the shut-in week. <laughs> to be face. Goodbye. To be face. Goodbye, nerds. Good night. <laughs> Bye.